Hey guys, welcome back to Us Over Sharing. This is Hannah. And I'm Madeline. And today we're going to be talking about our first semester, New Year's resolutions, all that fun stuff. But first, we'll jump into our mental health check. Hannah, how are you doing? Pretty crummy. <laughs> I just went through huge sickness, you know. It was like a three or four day long thing of a fever, a migraine, and a sore throat all combined. I laid in bed for days. But we're getting past that. I started classes a week early, um, getting back into the groove of things, so that's nice. But I just feel very uh, unmotivated right now is a good word. For the New Year's, like, you're usually motivated, and I usually am, but, like, not this year. It's kind of weird. I think the sickness started that, though. Yeah, but I feel like also, generally, you're more motivated than most people. So, uh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like you're fucked forever. Like, you'll get back in the I'll game. I'll get back in. So, we have been gone for a long time, but school for us starts in a week. Mm-hmm. But Hannah, when has school started for you? It started Monday, and we're <laughs> recording this on a Wednesday. I went back early, because we have this thing called intercession classes. And you basically take a class five times, once a day for a week. And you get, like, a credit hour, sometimes two credit hours from it. But they're, like, four-hour classes. It's just a good way to knock out some prerequisites and stuff. So... Your mental health check, Madeline? Yes. I've been fine. I actually have been really productive. I'm doing, like, an internship for, like, my ex-stepsister's local business. I'm kind of helping with, like, the businessy side of things. So we just... We, our goal... Because I started doing this, like, a month ago. Our goal was to get this huge, like, 73-page-long packet... Finished, edited, proofread, all that stuff, like, formatted and out by basically, like, today. And we knocked it out, like, pretty fast. Like, we all were working on it. And it looks really good. We didn't want to have too much color because we don't want to kill ourselves with, like, the printing fees. Because it's coming out of, like, her page, like her money. Yeah. So, we had to be really intentional with making it look nice, but not having to use color to do that. So, it took a long time to, like, figure out, like, how we can make it really aesthetic mm-hmm. while being black and white. But we figured it out. It's beautiful. It's 73 pages. I've read the whole thing many times. It's like, um, they do, like, doula services and this is, like, um, like a birthing postpartum, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Packets so, like, I've learned, like, I didn't know anything about anything. So, it's really interesting because it has nothing to do with anything that I'm interested in necessarily. So, I've learned a lot. <clears throat> when it comes to other stuff besides being productive, I've been good. I've been hanging out with friends, hanging out with family. It's been a good break. I feel like I got shit done. And I feel like I'm ready for school. I've gotten into some routines. I've been working out more. I've been eating really healthily. So, like, I'm ready for the school year. But I'm, like, struggling to move out of my apartment before school starts in less than a week. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be physically possible, but we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, let's jump into school updates, which is like half of the topic. Yeah, we're going over how last semester was and how this semester is hopefully going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, last semester was good. I ended up getting all A's, two B's. Um, but, like, that makes sense. All A's, two B's. <laughs> but it was a good semester. I had some harder classes, but, like, hard for gen eds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knocked those out, and I'm excited for next semester. I think I'm more excited about those classes because they're actually more related to my major and minors because uh, I'll be taking a Spanish class, a French class, but higher level uh, French class. I'll be in 203, I believe, 202. So I'm excited to like take that challenge on. It's my first 
French class for college. I took a Spanish class over the summer. But, and then I get to start like accounting and political science, all of the classes that are required to even get into the business school. So I'm excited to start those, uh, get a jump on that list of gen eds that I have to get done before you're actually in the business <laughs> school, which is stressful <laughs> because the way that it works is they have a list of like 10 business gen ed classes and you have to finish all of those before you're actually in the school of business and until you do like they can change any requirements about your major and you're not locked in so Mm -hmm. you have to change with those requirements yeah so I think all of our advisors especially mine is like trying to rig the system to where like I'm like have I got a really bad math ACT score I've taken the classes that basically all the classes I have to take in high school but I just did not get credit for them Mm -hmm. so it's reflecting on my ACT score so I have to take math 101 which I call the stupid class no offense to anybody it's just stupid because I'm stupid really so I should have put more effort I wouldn't have had to take this but I'm in 101 then I have to take the one that is for our major in accounting classes and stuff over the summer so my advisor and I are trying to rig it to where I'm kept I keep up with everybody on things because I'm behind on this. So when it comes to foreign language, after this semester, I'm done with the requirements for a major period. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten, last semester, I did just gen eds to get into the business department and then a foreign language. So I'm, like, fine when it comes to that. But I do have to take a lot of stuff over, like, the summer and stuff. Also, I did tell Hannah this. But I had an epiphany over break about what I actually want to do with my life. <laughs> so at the time, I'm an international business major. And then my minor was going to be linguistics. But I don't know if I actually want to be, like, a translator. I'm really interested in, like, cultural anthropology. And I didn't know anthropology was a thing. Do you know what that is, Hannah? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. The only really thing I knew about anthropology was the store. I know one of the professors of the anthropology department. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, hook me up. But um, I didn't really know what that was. And I think a lot of people associate it with, like, archaeology. Because uh-huh. that's what my mom thought it was. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, you don't understand what anthropology is. I don't want to be an archaeologist. So I've been looking into it. There's four pillars. One of them is cultural anthropology. That's what I want to do with my life. Like studying cultures throughout the world in like the present time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested in. And like I'm kind of interested in the language parts of it as well. But I'd rather do that. So I think I'm going to do a double major in international business and anthropology. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I emailed my advisor about the internship I'm doing. If I can get credit for that as well as this. And then I also emailed the head of the anthropology department. So I can sit and chat with them and talk about kind of the logistics of double majoring. Mm -hmm. But basically, I think I'm going to be able to swing it. and might not even need a minor, but I'm going to have to take multiple summer classes because I have to get out of college in four years for my scholarship to cover me. Mm -hmm. I'd be fine. I could get other scholarships, but I'd rather be done in four years. So do you think you can still get done in four years? I think I can. I'm just going to have to do summer classes. I might have to. I don't think I'll have to have a minor because everyone I know with a double major doesn't have a minor, even if their majors generally require it, because I think you can kind of cross count that. So you'll drop linguistics. Yeah, but I'll still be doing classes with that through anthropology because you Mm -hmm. have to like kind of study two parts of the thing. So it's I'll do linguistic anthropology and cultural anthropology, but I don't want I don't care about archaeology or biological anthropology. So I just won't really do those things because you have to specialize. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's going to be two, maybe three, but I probably two. So I'm basically going to be taking a shit ton of credit hours every single year and doing a shit ton of summer classes, but I really want to do it because I don't want to drop international business because it is so applicable. Yeah. So if I can't get a job in anthropology, I will get a job because like the business degree is just applicable and I'll be able to like still go to different countries. Yeah. So yeah, that's 
been like my major school update like we'll see how that goes i'm gonna have to like hustle this semester to also get mm -hmm. some of those classes in i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to get into them but we'll see <laughs> how many credit hours do you think you're gonna start taking this how many are you taking this up so this right now i'm waitlisted for one of my classes so i'm technically only taking like 13 12 or something i should be taking like 15 but i'm gonna try and get credit for my internship so that will put me at 18 and then i'm gonna jump into some random gen ed or maybe an anthropology class mm -hmm. so i'll probably do at least one of those online if I do get into an anthropology and I want to do a gen ed, I might take two of those online. But basically, I'm going to be doing at 18. capacity. We'll see what happens. Honestly, the internship, I've kind of been balancing on how I work with it. And once school starts, I'll be able to, like, get a specific amount of hours I can do per yeah. week. And I'll be able to kind of put it in my schedule. And because I'm done with classes by, like, 1.45-ish every day, it's going to be so much easier. Because I'll have so much time at the end of the day rather than feeling like I'm trapped in between classes with just doing that type of work. That's how I know you felt last semester. Yeah, it was just so hard to be productive when you have classes just all day and just such shit times. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to see what happens hopefully i'll get into the class i'm waitlisted for because it's one i i'm kind of ahead of the game of everybody else on mm -hmm. so i really want to get it out of the way but i don't know if i'm going to be able to get in because i'm three on the waitlist i did figure that out okay so that's like good but also bad like and it might put me to where i'm waiting for a week and then don't get in and then have to join a class a week later but i want to do something online yeah rather than a physical class so then it wouldn't be such a big well, deal i'm taking political science online and i'm excited for that because i like online classes personally i know not everybody loves them but i think they're really nice to have just because you can sit down and do them whenever you have time mm -hmm. compared to like being on a schedule I agree with that, and because a lot of, like, gen eds get filled up, mm -hmm. and I'm in the ones that have bigger classes that people are more likely to drop out of, like, I'm in, like, the big math classes, I'm in a big psychology class, and then I have Spanish and something else, I can't remember, Yeah, but... All of them are big lectures besides Spanish, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, another business class, and it's a lecture. So I have these huge classes that generally will have spaces after a few days. But with other stuff, it's like, like I'm going to have to do like a fine art is the big thing. I don't want to take a science right now because I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. And I might be able to double dip. I probably have to take like an archaeology class for anthropology. And I think that can double dip as a gen ed. So I'm going to wait on that. I bet it could. Yeah. Which it's going to suck, but I think that can count for both. So I'm going to wait on that until next semester. Mm -hmm. But I want to take like maybe like a fine art or humanity online because I don't think I'll be able to get into most of them within the schedule I have now yeah. and I don't want to be at school for fucking like all day one day mm -hmm. I only have one class on Friday right now that's how I was last semester which it's is so nice and it starts at 10 so the first day of school my first class is at 10 the next day it's at 8 I was supposed to have one at 9 but I'm waitlisted for it so I'm hoping I get into that because I have to get to school at like 8 anyway because there's not going to be parking so I'm going to be stuck at school for two hours with nothing to do because it's not like I have homework study Study for Once what? The semester starts, but not now. Yeah, I have no because after it's after like a week and a half or two, maybe less, people drop out of classes and stop start stop coming to school so early, right? But the right. first week, everyone's gonna be there at eight a.m. So I'm not gonna find a parking spot if I get there at ten when my class starts or nine thirty. I'll be fucked. So I basically have to get there at eight the first day and then just do nothing for two hours, and it's so frustrating. You can bring a crossword puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just revert back to the olden days. I don't book. know. I might, like, do, like, intern work, but I don't have, like, a ton to do right now because we're yeah. kind of wrapping up really big stuff. Podcast work. If there is any. Yeah, I know. There's always something we can do. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my biggest, like, update for school, biggest grievance. 
It, like, like I literally grievance. I literally had an epiphany about this like a week ago, and then I finally emailed them yesterday. Good. I also like had to email like the scholarship person in charge of our scholarship about getting service hours for my internship potentially, which I don't know if I can, and I also don't think she'll open her email ever. But it was worth a try. <laughs> well, my biggest grievance from last semester, as Madeline already knows, is the fact that one of my final grades got entered wrong. I got a B in the class, she put a C in as my final grade, and I know a thousand and ten percent that I don't have a C, I had a B. And I had trouble with this teacher all semester anyways, so I emailed her like three and a half weeks ago, and I still haven't heard anything back, and I get it, like she's on Christmas break Mm -hmm. too, so since I'm in school early, um, I went to the Dean of Mathematics, (laughs) and I was going to see if I could talk to him about it, and they told me I had to wait another week. I had to wait at least a week until the school year, like, into the school mm-hmm. year, so that she had a chance to, like, get back and, like, check her email. But school has technically started this yeah, week. Like, everybody should be working on stuff. They're all there. I know. So, I'm supposed to wait a week into school starting, and then I can come back if she still hasn't reached out to me. So, it's stressful, because it's, like... I should be done with that class. Yeah, but you're not. Because I put in the work and I I should be done, but I don't get to be done because of a stupid mistake like this. And it's so easy to fix if she would just check her email. Mm Mm-hmm. So easy. I hate professors who just, like, don't Don't check check their emails. It's like, I get that you you probably teach a lot of stuff, so you probably have a lot of emails, but it's Mm -hmm. like, like, the head of our scholarship, I love her. I have a lot of respect for her, but I've tried to email her, didn't work. I've texted her. Didn't work. Other people are like, oh, I called her and she answered. It's just like, I'm not calling her. That's so yeah. incredibly rude. But if you're not going to answer my text, it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Or emails. That too. Like, I've emailed her. I've texted her about stuff. And she has never gotten back to me on literally any of them. Ever. And it's like, I don't know what to do. Like, that's the only way I'm going to get in contact with you. I'm not going to call you. Like, that's just, yeah. I don't know what you're doing at any given moment. And she has a lot of, like, classes. She does a lot of stuff with the school. She has, like, three full-time jobs. So I don't know, like, I feel like she's always working. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the last thing she wants is someone to call her at 7, 10 p.m. when she's finally getting home and eating dinner. Yeah. And bringing her back to her responsibilities that she's been working on all day. Like, but on the other hand, it's like, I have things I need you to do, mm-hmm. and it's not fair to kind of put me in a position where I can't really progress. Well, I get it, because, like, on one hand, she is in charge of this program, mm-hmm. and, like, you need to take responsibility for it, but on the other hand, I get that she didn't really ask for all the responsibility that she was given either. Yeah. just for, hard. Yeah, just for reference, there were two other people at the beginning of this year who were part of the scholarship program, and both of them have resigned and taken other jobs mm-hmm. where they're getting paid more, which you can't blame them, and she doesn't. But they also didn't do a lot to kind of help her with this process, and now she's doing three people's jobs instead of one. And on top of that, she's a grad teacher. Mm-hmm. And she has, a, like, an administration job as well because someone else resigned this yeah. year. So she has three full-time jobs and is only getting paid for one. That's hard. It is, but then it's also, like, she gets mad at us for not knowing things, and it's, like, there's, this isn't, the you can't blame us. The level is so bad. Yeah, and it's, like, it's not her fault completely, but it also has nothing, none of this has anything to do with us, and we should not be treated like this. Like, we should be able to get reach out to you and have somebody get back. Yeah. Like, she has a grad assistant, <coughs> even the grad assistant, it's so hard for her to handle everything that comes her way. Yeah, because, you know, there's, ev- there's like, probably, like, a couple hundred people in this program. Yeah. Uh, like, a hundred, two hundred something. That's a lot of people emailing you all the time. Mm-hmm. And with the grad, like, with all the 
graduates or people who are graduating this semester, they have a lot that they need to be doing and need from them as well. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of them are just now this year doing most of the service hours. <laughs> I'm sure a very large portion. Because we have so, to do service hours. Yeah, you have yeah. to do 120 by your junior year. But I'm sure some of the juniors, too, are just now reaching that. And so there's probably a lot of grievances from the upperclassmen because they're stupid, really. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they get a lot of emails from those people, too. Yeah. And they just forget that we don't know anything because you have not told us. So it's just stressful. I think half of us were worried we were going to get kicked out of the program just because they didn't tell us things. <laughs> we weren't sure what actually had to be done. <laughs> yeah, so all of us were like, do I need to do this? I don't know. And we were just like freaking out. Do you want to go ahead and recap over the holidays too? Yes. I was about that? Yeah. Okay, so recapping over the holidays, uh, <coughs> Madeline and I... Both, I think, had an amazing Christmas. For me personally, I went down to the lake and saw my grandparents and got to hang out with some family uh, the Saturday before I got to hang out with my mom's side. And it's huge whenever it's her side because I have eight little cousins. Yeah, and I don't live in this huge house. So, I mean, we're bursting at the seams whenever everybody's (laughs) over. But my mom's Hispanic, so we always do tamales. And then we did pork verde, which is just like a green sauce meat dish. It's really good. Beans and rice. And then sampapillas for dessert. And it's always a good time. There's always so many kids opening gifts. It's fun. And then actual Christmas Day was just so relaxed. It was nice. And then New Year's Eve was fun. I had a friend (laughs) come into town from South Carolina He joined the Navy after high school, so he was back into town, and me and my other best friend, Ariana, got to hang out with him and drive him around since he doesn't have a car, and New Year's Eve was just as good as Christmas. (laughs) For me, um, my family usually does Christmas Eve for, like, most people, and then Christmas Day is when most people will go to their in-laws, so it's just, like, everybody who, like, lives here, maybe not some, it just depends on the year. So Christmas Eve, my aunt who was hosting was sick. Mm -hmm. So we ended up canceling because we didn't want... Because we were going to... Everybody who was being canceled on, we're going to see each other the next day. So we were kind of like, what's the point of just doing Christmas Eve again with the same people? And like rushing it last minute because like no one's house could like fit everybody like hers could. Yeah. And we didn't want my grandparents... Like they... My grandparents is, is the only one that could, but we didn't want them to rush and clean things and have to cook two days in a row and do all this stuff. Because... They usually cook Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve, everybody else usually does the cooking just so mm-hmm. they don't have to because my grandma doesn't get around as much as she used to. And, you know, we just don't want them it's to feel coming. burdened. Yeah, and, you know, she doesn't always feel like cooking either. Mm-hmm. So that was canceled. So my mom and I just ran around delivering Christmas cookies. We got to see Hannah and her friend yeah. who's in the Navy was open the door. And I was like, I had no idea he was here. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. I knew it would surprise her. I told him to go open the door while I was I was like, this is not Hannah's brother, Anthony. What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) It genuinely shocked me. And so I just delivered cookies all day to a lot of people. It took forever, and it was just, like, a whole moment. Then my mom and I had my brothers, my two, three, nope, two brothers. I know how many brothers I have over. the third one? The mystery child. And we just did, like, we were going to do this Christmas morning, but we just had, like, breakfast food, mimosas, open presents, did the whole Christmas thing. And then the next day we did Christmas Day, and it was super fun, super chill, really, really good food. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And then for um, New Year's, I don't even think I did anything. I was house-sitting, so I, oh, Oh, you know what? New Year's Eve fucking sucked. So I 
house, I was house sitting for these people for five days from the 28th to the 1st. And they were going to get back late on the 1st and the dog does not like um, fireworks. They had only moved to Springfield in September. So this dog, I don't think had ever been away from these people for more than two days. And I had always been the one to house it, but he had never been away from them for that long at this house, maybe ever. I don't know. And so he doesn't like fireworks. And so I expected that was going to be a little bit of an issue. So I was like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to go and stay with the dog because mm-hmm. I don't know what he'll do if I lock him in the bathroom. He can still hear the fireworks, even if the fan's on and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to stay there. I'm not going to do anything. I'll get there early, like at 10. So then I got there because I showered and did like a whole skincare routine and just set the new year on a good note. But that morning, to backtrack, that morning I left at like 9, came back at 11, and he had taken a shit and pissed on oh. their carpet. And he has never, ever, ever done that before. I was genuinely shocked. But I was talking to our friend Lonnie on the phone. So I wasn't like 100% looking at the ground. So I just step in something and go, oh my god, Lonnie, I just stepped in dog shit. This dog just took a shit and a piss on this carpet. So I gotta let you go. I was wearing white vans. And they were ruined. I had to throw them away and have my brother bring me a new pair of shoes. Because it was like on the cloth. Like I wasn't getting that shit out. And it was so deep in the shoe that like I wasn't going to get it out. Yeah. I was fucking pissed. I was so angry at that dog. So I cleaned that up. You know, ruins my fucking day. Go on with my life. I come back again, like, way earlier than I would have because now I'm freaking out that this dog's going to shit everywhere again or something. Mm-hmm. Because he won't usually shit very much when I put him outside. Yeah. Because they're not there and he just gets anxious. So, fast forward to New Year's. People start doing fireworks around 10, 11. He's getting increasingly anxious. I start the New Year by needing to go to the bathroom. So, I'm taking a piss. <laughs> As one does. And this dog, and I shut the door. Somehow the dog gets into the door. And this is like 11.50 something. The dog gets in, gets as human, like close as humanly possible as he can to me. And he's like shaking while I'm just peeing. And I'm kind of trapped sitting on the toilet. So I'm just kind of sitting here <laughs> waiting for like like a break so I can get up and, you know, wash my hands and then be with the dog more. So at some point after I get up, the dog, I go and wash my hands and I start smelling dog shit. So I'm like, oh no. And I look and he just took, left me the biggest New Year's gift ever. This is giant steaming pile of shit. So now I have to start my New Year's. Cleaning up dog shit. Cleaning up dog shit. So that was my New Year's. Didn't go to any parties. Didn't have fun. My friends were partying, having great times. Hear about that later. I'm cleaning up dog shit. That's how I start my New Year's. And I had to get up at like 6 a.m. for a sale. The (laughs) the Dillard's New Year's Day sale. And I only got like four hours of sleep because that stupid fucking dog. The dog's really good other than that. But God, that pissed me off. Just that one night. Yeah, Yeah, and it's like he's just really, really good. And I'll be there in like two weeks. And he'll be good. He won't shit on the floor. I know he won't. But it's just like you really had to go and ruin my fucking year like that. Well, let me tell you about (laughs) I just remembered something else that I did on New Year's Eve. Went Mm -hmm. to Char. Mm. It used to be, what did it used to be? Flame? Flame. Yeah. Um, it's a higher-end restaurant here in mm-hmm. Springfield, and we just got dessert. And they have this dessert that is heavenly. It's $12, but it fed all three of us. It's a chocolate bowl filled with chocolate mousse and custard with brownies and cheesecakes on it. Cheesecake, like, bites mm-hmm. and fresh strawberries and homemade whipped cream. I don't like strawberries, but yeah, that sounds really good. Oh, it was heavenly. My, I've never been to Char, but my mom has, because my ex-stepbrother had his engagement party there. Mm-hmm. So his parents ordered the steaks, and I guess they like them really rare. My mom can't do that. Like, she can't do, like, 
really rare steak just like she can't do really runny eggs it just mm -hmm. i just, can't do runny eggs. yeah she just can't do it it just makes her feel uncomfy so the really rare steak it was so rare that like the like blood stuff was dripping out and made her mashed potatoes pink and she couldn't even eat the whole night like that was her meal for the night she couldn't even eat it she like literally couldn't stomach it I wasn't there. I just heard about it. Like, literally, we drove by Char, and I went, oh, yeah, that's where that is. And then we had this conversation, yeah. so I thought I'd tell you. Oh, I couldn't do that either. Yeah, either. because it's just, like, I understand that that's how they like it, but, like, that was kind of rude. They should have, like, done, like, because, you know, a lot of people have things like that with yeah. rare steak. Like, they should have done medium. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Like, that's, like, a pretty common issue to have. I'm it sure is. that she wasn't the only one, too, who was kind of, you know, not happy about that. And I think it was just, like, a, like immediate family. I don't know, though. I, again, was not part of this. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I just felt so bad for that poor woman. Moving on next. To, to New Year's resolutions. Yeah, New Year's yeah. resolutions. Do you... I'll start it, because I feel like you have. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, to start off, I was talking to my brother about New Year's resolutions, and he was like, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, because I think you can have resolutions and better yourself at any part of the year. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think just the new year is just a good time to kind of try and start good habits. Motivate yourself. Yeah, and it's like a good time when like the whole world's trying to motivate you. But with that, it's also like everything's more expensive. Gym memberships are more expensive. Or like there's not as many like it's just like everything's harder to do because they capitalize on it to get you to spend, right? Mm -hmm. I started doing my new resolutions earlier. So my mom and I have already worked out like at least once a week, I think, since mm -hmm. break started. And we've been eating really healthy, not counting Christmas, by the way. Like, that's a different entity. Like, yeah, we were going to eat, like, shit those days. Yeah. And we were cooking lots of cookies. Like, it was fine, but we've started eating really healthily. We've been making, like, really healthy smoothies. I've been eating so well, Hannah. Like, it's been amazing. No, me too. Becca's been meal prepping. Mm-hmm. So, I've had all my lunches, breakfasts, and dinners already there portioned like super healthy stuff it's been so good yeah it feels so good and then again we've been working out so we go to the y and we just work out like once or twice a week we've already worked out twice this week and we're going again i think friday because she can't do it tomorrow and today we're doing stuff but you know that's three times in one week that's really good and what i'm gonna do is i already do like intermittent fasting because it just helps with my digestion because i have digestion problems mm -hmm. so i'm gonna like start my day with like a healthy smoothie so i have some energy to run off of and then around 10 ish in like whatever class that is or before i'll eat like my actual breakfast and i'll just meal prep it for the week yeah because we've already started doing that but i haven't done it for every meal but i'll have like every meal meal prepped and it'll be just like healthy good stuff and i'm super excited no i'm excited too but one of my resolutions also because this is like i don't we talked about this but like doing really like specific or not specific doing really vague stuff like i want to get in shape isn't a very good resolution because it doesn't give you it's like a really big thing to tackle so obviously those are things i'm trying to do but i wouldn't say those are my resolutions my biggest resolution is to stop using like one use plastic baggies so much because i'll yes i'll yeah. find myself like I eat bagels a ton. I love bagels. Hannah mm -hmm. knows this. Everyone knows this. I love bagels. So I'll eat, like, one of those a day when I'm at school. But I have to use, like, a Ziploc baggie because, like, my Tupperware is, like, it just doesn't... Like, I'm using it for something else or, like, I don't have enough or it's too big or whatever. Yeah. So what I'm... My mom and I are both going to do sometime this week is go get some of those like glass really nice tupperwares yeah like a whole set of them so then we, we can microwave them and stuff at work and they won't like be weird shaped or anything mm -hmm. and they'll fit in like our lunch boxes and stuff and i might even get like a better lunch box so it can fit more and just use those for everything yeah and ones that are like divided too so you can put different amounts of food for like different meals style, yeah, yeah yeah so then we can have like one or two 
Tupperwares with yeah. all the food we're eating for that day and maybe like a Nutrigrain bar and, or something in a package, but that's the only plastic thing there. Yeah. So we can reuse it because that is super bad for the environment. You can't recycle them because they have food residue on them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just easier if you just use Tupperware and they're reusable. And like, yeah, you're using more water to clean them, but like there's really no winning. Like you have to choose one or the other. Yeah. And I absolutely. think honestly eliminating the plastic is better. I agree because... You can clean water, but, like, you can't recycle that plastic, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, so that's my, like, biggest resolution. The rest is just upping my skincare routine. I've already started doing that before New Year's. I'm trying Drunk Elephant, the serums. I have free samples. I'm going to only do the night serum. And I've switched to, like, just, like, Neutrogena and, like, Simple and stuff like that for, like, moisturizers because I don't think those are as big of a deal. And I really like the Neutrogena, like, water gel or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. And then I love their face wash, and it's only, like, 8 bucks. Yeah. Which is cheaper than, like, Cetaphil, and I love the way that it feels. So I already feel like my skin's looking better. I've been doing a lot of skincare, too. I got the Day Serum from Drunk Elephant. And then I use, um, uh, the brand's called Murad, and I use their water gel at night. And then I also use a, I think it's called multi-replenishing acid. I don't know. It's basically just a night serum. Mm -hmm. But I really like it. It's been really helping with the scarring that I have on my face from acne. So I've enjoyed seeing that clear up because I go to bed with it on. And then I wake up in the morning and then I can like notice that my skin's a little bit different. So it's exciting. But my biggest New Year's resolution is to floss and tongue scrape. And the flossing I've been doing for a while, the tongue scraping, I just got into. But it's just a habit that I'm trying to make because dental hygiene is super important, obviously. And it's something small that I can change that still betters myself. So that's my biggest resolution, tongue scraping in the morning, flossing every night. And I've been doing a pretty decent job at it. And then on top of that, like Madeline said, we've been motivated to be healthier, but it's not necessarily our resolution. I've been going to CrossFit once or twice a week, which has been great. Something completely different. Our workout. There's a trainer there. I enjoy it a lot. And then meal prepping with my sister. So every night, uh, whenever I come home, dinner's already made, lunch is already made, breakfast is already made in the mornings. It's been nice to be meal prepping because then I don't need to eat out. I'm not on the go and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have any food. I'll just have to stop and get something. That doesn't happen right now. It's nice. Question. What are you going to do when the school starts? Are you going to keep eating two or three meals at school a day? Yeah, probably. Uh, I need to figure out a system once I get back to the dorms of easy things that I can grab at Mm -hmm. the dining hall because I've been thinking about this. Like at home, I have toast with peanut butter and then sliced bananas on top every morning. Just the easiest thing for me to eat. I like it. I can make it ahead of time. But I could do that at school too. We have bread peanut butter, and uh, bananas every single morning. It's something super easy. It would take me five, maybe ten minutes to make and eat it. So I need to figure out, like, a schedule of going for breakfast, going for lunch. But even, like, at lunchtime, I think it'll be easier because they have an app. 
and you can see everything that they have for like the next month in the mm-hmm. dining halls. So I can plan what I want to eat each day if I want to. And I have this huge calendar pad on my desk and I don't really use it. And I was thinking that's what I could use it for. Yeah. Just writing down. But the nice thing about the dining hall food is it's still already there and made. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't like their breakfast personally. It's a lot of hash browns, eggs, casseroles. I'm not like that type of breakfast person or sweets and that's not really my oh, thing. I hate either. I do not like eating sweets for breakfast. I don't either. So I'm like a cereal or toast kind of person. If they had avocado toast that'd be great, but they don't, so <laughs> I can work with peanut butter and banana. But at lunch and dinner time, the food's already made. So it's just like I just have to make the choice what I want to eat and how healthy it is that thing's gonna be but they have a lot of healthy options even whenever they have burgers and they always have burgers they also always have veggie burgers and bean burgers and turkey burgers Mm -hmm. so like there's always a healthier option there for me if i want it yeah so with that let's jump into our recommendations recommendations do you want to start i can start i think in general a good recommendation Going through social media and all that stuff and just clearing out. Because I know we talked about this before, but I get so tired of people being like, I don't like this person. It's like, and they're complaining about what they post on Instagram. Just unfollow them. I just deleted my Tinder. Why? Because I just don't really use it that often. I'm genuinely too busy to even like schedule to go on dates or hook up with people. I just don't have the energy. I don't have the time and I don't care. Like, that's just not a priority I have right now, and I know I'm going to get really busy when school starts. And I do want to re-download it, but I just haven't had the desire. Yeah. So eventually I will, but I just don't want to. I still have Bumble. I don't use that in the first place, so it's whatever. But I literally deleted my account. Good. So, because I don't even like my Tinder, because my SD card got corrupted not too long ago. And so all the good pictures of me were lost. Like, the, the ones that were just of me were not saved on my SD card or oh. Google Drive or whatever my google photos so it's just they were gone so i was just working with some really shitty pictures that i don't even like i don't even like my own tinder i wouldn't even swipe right so why do i even have it (laughs) and i don't ever take pictures of just me and the ones i have that are good will not work on tinder so i'll just slowly get better pictures and then i'll make a tinder again if i want one but i don't i've also taken the liberty of like unfriending random dudes who i ghosted or they ghosted me on snapchat because it's like we're not going to do anything i don't care about you stop watching my stories i don't like you so I just took them off. So I literally have no tender people in my life right now. And it's fucking amazing. Oh, that's so nice. Like, I just don't like any of these people. I don't want to date them. I don't... They're fine, but, like, I don't really care about them. So, like, I'm not doing anything with them right now either because I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bye. Goodbye. And want to know what's funny, Hannah? I think I've seen every single one of them in real life within the past month. Disgusting at the mall, at school, whatever, and it's just like everybody's at the mall right now. (sighs) Yeah, but I just do not need to see them, so I'm taking them off my social media, Mm -hmm. and it's been great. I deleted my Tinder. I'm taking them off of my Snapchat or whatever, and it's gonna be amazing because I don't need that negativity. It's not even that they're negative. I just don't care about them, so I don't want to see their. I don't even watch their stuff either. Mm -hmm. They'll watch mine, but I don't watch theirs. It's just like I don't need you. I don't talk to you, and you don't matter to me. Yeah. So. You know, do that with Tinder if you want, but, like, also, if you're just annoyed by seeing people, then just unfriend with, unfriend them. Mm-hmm. And it's a great excuse the new year to do that. I agree. Just cleanse. 
I think my recommendation would have to be to treat yourself and go to a movie. <laughs> like, I've been going to more movies over the break. And, uh, me too. And I genuinely forget how much I love it. I have a recommendation related to that. So, I tried to see The Little Women yesterday and I couldn't. So, I'm not going to recommend that this week. I probably will next week if it's good. Because it was sold out. Yeah, I bet but it will be. I went to Alamo for the first time last week, and it was like a lucid dream because the person who was my waiter we went to high school with, <laughs> and it was like, I literally couldn't remember who he was, so I was like, either I matched with this guy on Tinder, or I went to high school with him, and I cannot remember which one it is. It was like a lucid dream because I'd never been there. It was so dark. We had the shittiest seats. We were in the first row, <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what's happening right now, and I'm scared, quite frankly, and he was only talking to me, so I was just, it was weird. But it was a great experience, so go to Alamo. It is pricey, but it's worth going to once. But more importantly, so the movie we saw was Knives Out. That's an amazing fucking Anthony movie. It's it really so good. good. It's so fucking good. I predicted it like halfway through because I'm really good at that type of stuff. But it was so good. It's funny, but also like suspenseful and like keeps you on the edge of the, your seat. It's super aesthetic. Like the cinematography is amazing. The acting's amazing. The cast is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. And it's, it's so, so timely too. Shut up. It's really timely too. Like the jokes they make hit just right. Like oh. it's just so good. Like I'm going to go see it again in theaters probably. No, I need to go see it then. Want to go see it with me? Yeah. But Alamo, the food is so so good. Mm-hmm. Their pizza is amazing. They also have this buffalo cauliflower dish that's like amazing. I love the Alamo. It's my favorite movie. Thing. And that's an amazing fucking movie. Like, I need everyone in my life to see it because it's that good. It's so good. Okay, I'm excited. I'd be so sad if you go and you're like, hey, it was okay. But to awesome. me, I also grew up, like, have you seen Clue, like the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I grew up with that. That's like a cult classic, but in my family, like, we love that movie. Yeah. And so, like, it's in that vein. It's different, but, like, it's still a whodunit. And I love Clue, and I love this, and, like, it's just... I love it. So, yeah. That's okay. my recommendation. Do you have any more? No, that's really it for this week. Oh, I have something that I want to be trying. Drunk Elephant just came out with a new face mask that's, Ooh. like, an overnight one. Like, you wear it overnight. <laughs> so, I want to go to Sephora, because there's something I need to buy anyways, and get a sample of it, and see if I like it. Because I've always wanted to try an overnight mask, and this one's really intriguing. Mm-hmm. So. It yeah. looks like that is all of our recommendations. Mm-hmm. And that wraps up our past podcast. podcast. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at us underscore oversharing. And we will be back with you guys next week. See ya.